All right, bro. It's been a long two weeks. We're back in this. Tell me what I missed. Let's see. Let's see. Uh, Coda said, forget New Japan. I want out. Okay. Uh, that was one thing. Um, did you hear about Max Dupree? No. Oh, oh I'm sorry. L.A. Knight. Uh, he's, the, he's the CEO of Maximum Male Models. Oh, God. What yep. else? Yep. Um, Hunter's back full time. Good news. Good news. Okay. And Stephanie's taking a leave of absence. And I hear they cut all her people. Wait, what? Yo, it can't it can't get any worse than that. Oh yeah. And um tag champs. Women's tag champs, mm-hmm. Sasha Banks, Naomi, uh gone. They walked out, suspended indefinitely. What the f- gentlemen boys and girls children of all ages it's your boy stevie jobber and it's your boy dangerous dude and welcome back to the dangerous jobbers podcast putting wrestling over one podcast at a time woohoo man welcome back it's been a long long time that it has man it's been a little bit i don't know if we're gonna be a little rusty at this yeah we'll jump back into it you know a couple lockups walk around the ring we'll figure it out yeah, we'll, we'll shake that ring rust off. And we'll start with the wrestler of the pod. Man, I got I got a lot of talk uh, to talk about this week since we've been off for two weeks. Um, but a vlog should be coming up soon. I don't want to reveal a lot, but I was at Kings of Coliseum uh, this past week. Was it this week? Mm-hmm this past week so i got to see a lot of people unfortunately i missed the sandman bummed about it but we saw a lot of other people um we met up reunited with some people that we'll get into later but because i went to that show i am able to deliver this week's wrestler of the pod okay she's got a uh she's got a stat sheet a mile long but i'll just read you off the hits impact knockouts champion Mm. knockout of the year in 2019 Mm-hmm. Uh, AAA Rana Del Rey as champion. Okay. Luchador of the Year in 2014 and 2015, or Luchadora. Uh, number 15 on the PWI Women's 100 2019. Sports Illustrated number five woman uh, sports entertainer in 2019. And as of this weekend, spoiler alert, the new MLW featherweight women's champion, okay. Taya Valkyrie. Hey, okay. I was I was thinking. I'm like, wait, hold on. I I think I know where he's going with this, but yes. let me let him, let me let him get there. I got to see the match live. Congratulations okay. to Taya Valkyrie, the new MLW women's champion. I think their very first women's champion. Awesome. So very very special. 
Um, I wish they had got 10 minutes more, but she put on, she she did great while she was out there. Shout out to Holly Dead, one of our favorites, mm-hmm. also a wrestler of the pod. She did a thing. Um, and just awesome to see. So congratulations to Ty Valkyrie. If you haven't checked Ty Valkyrie out, I don't, I don't even know what you're doing. Like I, I don't I don't understand. Yeah. Like you got you got to get some stuff together out there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Ty Ty Valkyrie's a cannon, and especially being back on the Indies, man, she's gonna she she's gonna do some great things. Absolutely. So we'll be seeing her on MOW more. That's awesome. She's already on Impact, which will lead me into my Impact news that I got later. Um, but congratulations once again to Ty Valkyrie, this week's wrestler of the pod. There you go. There you go. Now to get into the indie news, the first thing I want to talk about is is uh, the MLW event that we went to. Mm-hmm. While I can't say much, especially since we're putting the vlog together still, because we got so much footage, we got to really put it together and come up with an ending. Um, we're trying to cut out as many spoilers as possible, but we saw a lot of awesome people, 5150, the Von Ericks. Um, we had, I wish we had got this on tape uh, or on camera and we didn't, but I met, I have pictures, but I don't have the video. I met someone that is a former wrestler of the pod uh, in person that was on the pod for 50th wrestler of the pod anniversary. You met him in person, Alex Kane. I hate you. Shout out to Bumaye Fight Club. The suplex assassin, Alex Kane. I held the open weight title, Duke. I hate you. I hate you. I hate you so much. I hate you so much. And and, and it was precious. It was was a moment in my life I will never forget. I hate you so much. Um, It was awesome. He remembered me, which was also great. (laughs) Um, And said that we got to have him back. So absolutely shout out to Alex Kane. Mm-hmm. Um, we had an interaction with Enzo. I was wearing my Enzo shirt at the event. And he, uh, he was trying to convince Mrs. Jobber to get an Enzo shirt. Uh, <laughs> unfortunately, she doesn't, she, I haven't taught her enough about Enzo yet for her to feel like that shirt matters to her. But she did see Matt Cross, who uh, won a match against ACH. Mm-hmm. Um, and we interacted with him. That was pretty cool. Um, and Taya actually remembered her shirt or our shirts your shirt uh, your Enzo shirt okay um from when she was uh from when she was coming out in her entrance because we were sitting in like the second row I believe okay um so that was pretty cool Gangrel was there we got to see Gangrel again I feel like we're good friends even though we only talked to him once at a hybrid indie show mm-hmm. <laughs> but we got to see him come out there twice uh which was pretty cool um, our guy from 5150, former also wrestler of the pod, Danny Limelight, um, had got a bunch of the fans to order Ty Valkyrie drinks, which is uh, pretty hilarious. If you were seeing it live, seems legit. Yeah. Um, and of course, Fatu went out there and did his thing with Max Kruger and just showed why he's the main event on that show. Mm-hmm. Clear, clear star. He introduced uh, a new faction the Simone SWAT team and it was just it was just a great event I can't give away any of the title matches but it was very cool to see very cool mm-hmm. to see. that's awesome though man I'm glad you got to go to that show I am absolutely hating you that you met Alex Kane 
Oh, um, you, you know what? After meeting Alex Kane and Enzo and Tajiri and Fatu and some other names that I won't mention because then I'll just be dragging it. <laughs> um, I did come away with some some interesting things that you would enjoy that I can't tell you at the present time. Okay. Um, that we could probably make a video about, but I won't push that right now. But I got some I got some stuff. I got some stuff. Uh, you got, you got some stuff some in the things. works. You got some stuff in the works, I see. Yes, but reverting back to our wrestler of the pod, the impact news is that they've completed the lineup for Slammiversary's Queen of the Mountain match Okay, uh, that they're bringing back. They're bringing back the classic King of the Mountain match but making it all women. It's a Queen of the Mountain match at this year's Slammiversary. Okay. And the lineup is... Tasha Steeles, Impact Women's Champion. Mm-hmm. Uh, wrestler of the Pod, Ty Valkyrie. Mm-hmm. Uh, Deanna Perrazzo, Professor okay. Ocho. Uh, Jordan Grace, of course, Wrestler of the Pod. And Mia Yim. Mm. To round it out, the HBIC will be the fifth woman in the Queen of the Mountain match. Okay. Uh, which makes me very excited. I'm not exactly sure who i think they'll put the strap on yet but the lineup is great you can't go wrong with uh any woman in the group no i think out of the bunch it'd be it just makes sense for any one of them so we'll have to see how they're they're looking in the coming weeks but the lineup is complete the first uh queen of the mountain match and we gotta we gotta give some credit to impact for how great they are at creating ridiculous matches mm-hmm because this match did not sound good on paper. Like the concept of a match does not sound good on paper at all, which no. is a lot of some of the bad impact matches, but they've come away with some good ones. Yeah. And impact normally does right by their women's roster. Um, they, they, they tend to do pretty good things as far as the handling of their, their female talent. They, they tend to do a good job with that kind of stuff. Mm-hmm. Did we talk about the Briscoes? Um, becoming Impact Tag Team Champions yet? Uh, that we did not. How do you feel, man? I love it. Dude, I love it. Like, nobody ever expected... I mean, granted, Impact's not on a major TV network, but they are on a TV network. And everybody swore up and down that... Well, not everybody, but certain critics swore that the Briscoes could never be champions on a, telev- on a televised company. Yes. And lo and behold, here we are on Impact T- on Impact TV. We got the Briscoes as our tag champions. They're not bad champions at all. At all. At so all. putting them as your champions is actually a very good thing. Plus, you can have endless possibilities with, with great matches. Absolutely. And and Impact never shorts on great tag team wrestling. No. So they'll have plenty of people to go up against, especially with Bullet Club and Violet by Design. Mm-hmm. Um, but there are some indie news things that I don't know about. Duke, tell me about what's really going on with Kota Ibushi and what the AOP are up to. Yeah, so basically, as far as New Japan goes, Kota Ibushi is not very happy with the way New Japan is treating him and how the backstage workers are. Apparently, he's asked for his release numerous amounts of times. 
Um, he says he feels like personnel backstage and the fans have turned on him mm. because of his, because of his, uh, what's the word? Um, his gripe with management. He, he says they treat the talent like a piece of meat and they're not very, they're, they're not very engaging with the talent backstage. So he's asked for his release numerous times. He says it's almost like a Yakuza run company. Wow. And he says he doesn't want to be there, but they're not releasing him. Does, has anybody else said that about New Japan? I don't, I, this is the first I'm ever hearing about anyone saying anything like that about New Japan. Um, even the American talent who go over there and come yeah, back. I've never like, heard bad things about Japan. Yeah, neither have I. Like AJ's always said great things. Finn's always said great things. Joe, like there's there's a list a mile long of right? talent who they've I've been never, going. They've been going to Japan since Regal. Yeah, and I mean, I'm trying to. It doesn't really. I don't want to say that it doesn't surprise me that Coda's doing this because Coda was miserable in WWE too. Yeah, I, I feel like I don't know if Coda's got the got the Austin Aries low key treatment. Where he just is miserable everywhere he goes. Yeah. So I'm I'm thinking it might be something along the lines of that. I, I think it's I think it's it's important to put a spotlight on because he for a minute everybody wanted Coda and mm-hmm. Coda had this unwavering loyalty to New Japan. Yeah. So for him to re-sign with New Japan for a long-term deal and then yeah, it was like a five-year deal or something. And then turn around and say all these things. It's like, where is this coming from? Yeah, like you just, you literally just re-signed. Like I think a five, six-year deal. And right, when you could have went anywhere. Yeah, and now, now you're saying you have an issue with New Japan. This is this is news to everybody, I, I would think, because like you just said, you've never heard a bad thing about New Japan. Yeah, ever. Do you, do you, think, do you think they're just not doing something right with him creatively? And he's like... I'm guessing maybe about everyone else. Yeah. I'm guessing maybe it's just his creative differences, but I mean, you know, companies, people tend to have creative differences with companies as we'll talk about later on. Um, But I don't, I don't really see the the logic behind him just throwing new Japan under the bus like that. Roughly too. Mm -hmm. Like just basically just running them over, over and over. I don't, I don't know, man. It, yeah, I guess we'll have to wait till uh, to see anybody that's cooperating with that story. Yeah. To and then maybe build some ground on whether this is an isolated incident or if this is like really how it is over there. Yeah. So hopefully, you know, sooner or later, we'll be able to get some um, some more light shed on it as far as what's going on. But for now, that that's what we have. Um, and also... Akam and Rezar, formerly the AOP, have started their own wrestling promotion. Um, it's called Wrestling Entertainment Series, and they have numerous talent from other promotions that have either been released by WWE or what have you. Um, some of the talent, Braun Strowman, uh, Lana, Kalisto, Karrion Cross. Uh, Fandango, like they got a they got a good amount of people. Oh, so um, do you, do you think this is one of those um, where they run it like any other indie promotion? Like they aren't signed to just be there. They like they can yeah. go wherever they want to go. 
Yeah, I'm thinking this isn't going to be, it's not going to be a big thing like an AEW or an impact or what have you. Mm-hmm. I think this will be more along the, the GCW, CZW kind of lines. Gotcha. Um, but they already have their first main event announced for their new world title. Um, the main event has me scratching my head a little bit, not going to lie. It's Braun Strowman or Titan uh-huh. versus Alistair Overeem from the UFC. I know that name. Yeah. Um, he's not Alistair Overeem. Yeah. He's not a no Overeem. He, he's not a he's a heavyweight. He, he's a heavyweight. Yeah. He's a, He's a yeah. big guy. He's like six two. I think I can see his face, and I just like, can't. Like two forty. I don't think he's an active fighter for the UFC right now. He might be. I'm not sure. Um, but that's their first main event for the world title. Yes, that's exactly what I thought it was. Okay. Wow. Yeah. Um, and then I know they have their first women's title match announced, and I think that's going to be Lana versus Nia Jax. Lana versus Nia Jax. Yeah. Really? Nia Jax is coming back to wrestling? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nia Jax versus Lana. Well, technically, CJ Perry versus right. Lena Fanini. Fanini, yeah. I'm, I'm, I'm going to butcher that last Fanini. name. Yeah, but that's their, that's their uh, women's title match for their first women's champion. Okay. He won't fight it tonight, performance of the night. Strike yeah, first heavyweight champ. Yeah, Al- Alistair Overeem's got a decent. Um, he, he he's got a decent. He's got a decent track record to him. I, feel I know like he's, he's a guy I used to knock out on UFC four a lot with um, my Samoan guy Mark Hunt. <laughs> yeah, I I know he fought Brock in the UFC, and yes, he's the one who kicked Brock in the gut, and Brock got diverticulitis after that. Oh, okay, that was him. Yeah, that was him. But so we got another wrestling promotion coming up, bro. I'm excited to see how this one goes. Um, it's a beautiful time for wrestling. I got to find how to get to and whatever indie shows start coming to are coming to Philly or having events consistently in Philly. Yeah. Um, to start building my network around here. Because mm-hmm. um, right now we've been to a hybrid show. We've been to a triple WA show. Um and we've been to MLW, and me and you went to ROH. Yeah. And then here, I know they have a, they got something in Orlando, USA Pro Wrestling. So I'm going to, okay. I have to, I have to go check that show out. Yeah. And I got to find the Monster Factory so I can check out some of our uh, other wrestlers of the pot. Yeah. They're over there. Um, but we'll get to it. Uh, mm-hmm. I'm just, it's just a beautiful time for, for indie wrestling right now. Everything's booming. The internet is what it is. AEW is making strides to connect to other promotions. Mm-hmm. It's it's just it's a it's a good time, and I, I I hope they do well, man. Yeah, it's a beautiful time. It's a beautiful, beautiful time. So I think that's is that all of our indie news. Um, I believe so. I don't have anything from NWA. They're still pushing Cardona versus Nick Aldis. So until that happens, that's about all the news I got. Homicide still NWA uh, junior heavyweight champ. All right. No titles changed hands recently. Cardone is on his honeymoon. So, yeah, yeah, I think that's everything. All right. So let's jump into this AEW news, bro. What do you got for us on that end? Um, the first thing I want to do is talk about how you feel about the Undisputed Elite. 
Um, they're doing this thing with the Hardys and Sting right now as they move towards the Owen Hart tournament climax. Mm-hmm. And they broke Sting's leg this past week, feuding with everybody. Are you excited about this? Or is this just something to get us over into until the Forbidden Door and the Owen Hart thing is over? I think it's just something to get us over the hump until until the the Forbidden Door stuff. Um, I I like the fact that Kyle's actually doing all right in the tournament, mm. but. I think it's just I think it's just one of the things to get us over the hump until we get there because that's when the real multiverse fun is gonna happen for AEW and New Japan. Definitely. Definitely. I think the same thing. Um ordering this right, I, I feel like it's 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 sad to get to hook Housen second when I have a list of all these things. But but I have to do it because the, the all the other news is literally more important. How do you uh, feel about Hookhausen? Hookhausen? Thank God. They are my new favorite tag team. And they're not even a tag. Like, they're they're a tag team, but they're not a tag team yet. They're, yeah, they're not even really a thing yet. But there's merch for it. The AEW yeah. is so quick with that. If they find something that they can put on a shirt, it is there the next day. Literally. Like, they they move them shirts like hotcakes, bro. They're, they are kicking WWE's ass in, in the uh, merch department. Yeah, the merch trucks are going nuts out here. <laughs> yeah, they 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 are killing it, dude. Crazy. Like they're making WWE just like it takes WWE like two three weeks. Mm-hmm. They're doing it in like two three hours. It feels like. Yep. The only shirts they have out immediately is the ones that were like planned heavy in advance. Mm-hmm. Um, AEW is kicking their ass in merch team, but I like it. It, it has the potential to be like a uh, Booker and Goldust from back. Yeah, in the day. yeah. Book Booker and Goldust. Um, I was gonna say. Maybe Kane and the Hurricane. Oh, also very good. Yes, Kane and the Hurricane. Or um, I'm trying to think. Was it was it Steve Blackman and Al Snow? I think so. <laughs> it, it could veer on that too. I forgot about um, Al Snow, man. What does everybody want? That's my job. Um. So yeah, the hook hook housing has become a thing. It's not officially a thing, but. The shirts are out, and I'm sure flying off the sales. And we'll I'm gonna buy some, one. We will get some merch sales in a second as well. Mm-hmm. Um, another small thing to knock out, but seems bigger than Hookhausen. Did you see the thing that happened with Brian Danielson? That I actually missed. So after a kind of a hectic rampage, the the uh the blackpool fight club along with pride and the powerful and eddie kingston mm-hmm. had a face-off against the jericho appreciation society and during the mix-up as it went off air as they were fighting daniel or uh, brian danderson gets caught between the ring and the ramp yeah because they did one of those old wcw things where it leads right up to the to the ring and his foot got caught went straight down the middle um so all the way up to his knee was kind of trapped in between the two and at first i thought it was a work but i think he was just legitimately hurt the entire time Mm -hmm. and he was like really playing it off until they went off air yeah and as as the longer it stayed in there the worse and worse he started to feel Mm -hmm. um until the cameras got off and then after they shut it off it took him about like five 
five or so more minutes to get him out of there. Damn. Um, yeah, they said he they said he walked out on his own accord, but it didn't. Uh, it wasn't it easy. Definitely didn't look like a work. Yeah. Um, Damn. So does that mean they're they're no longer doing that classic style? Like, what would you do as a as a management after that? Um, because apparently this has happened before. I've never heard of it, but it, apparently this has happened. This situation is not uncommon. If if it keeps ha- if it keeps on happening over and over and it's happened before, I think I would think you would have to do away with it because as a promoter, one of your main goals is to keep your talent safe. Mm-hmm. And if that keeps happening, it's you're gonna put your talent at risk. You know, Daniel doesn't have the greatest injury history. He's got he's got bad legs. He's got a bad back. I'm pr- mm-hmm. I'm sure he's broken. He's got the, he's got the concussion issues. So I would have to, I, if me personally, if I was Tony Khan or not Tony Khan, yeah, Tony Khan, I would just do away with it. Get it out. Just go back to, go back mm-hmm. to a normal thing. Figure out what we got to do to get back to this not happening. Yeah. Just take it back um, to basics. You, you don't need an intricate looking ramp style. Just get yourself a normal ramp, like goes up and down. You don't need it to be the way it is to where your, your talent can hurt themselves yeah we got to make some kind of call after that right because then now it's a big star and yeah unless I, you... I, don't th- I think this is the first time it's happened with them but like historically people that have set up rings like that that's happened yeah i would say if you you, you can do it every once in a while like you know if you got a big show or something like yeah, double or nothing or, or all in, in the middle yeah and you want to just have yourself an intricate ramp just for that show then you can do it but i wouldn't do it all the time yeah um, so that that happened. Hopefully, Danielson is able to compete next week, or mm-hmm. hopefully, it only takes like a week and he's good for uh, a pay per view. And speaking of the pay per view, the main event of the pay per view. Before we get into the other two things, um, because I'm not as hype about it as maybe some other people are, they're doing Punk versus Page, uh, and I feel like we talked about the feud already. Mm-hmm. Now that it's it's becoming time, because I think I feel like it's either a week or two away. Yeah, uh, we're getting double or nothing. Does it seem like Punk is winning the belt to you? Um, honestly, I don't know, and this is gonna sound bad. This feud is really not doing anything for me. It's not doing it right. It's not. Yeah, I don't know if it's Punk or Page, but it's just not working. I don't know what it is. I mean. Even with the him stealing the GTS, it really didn't like. Normally, when somebody steals a, you know, their rival's finishing move, it's like a oh wow. This didn't even do it. It really did nothing for me. It was just one of those moments where it was like, all right, it's there. Because you figure when Randy stole the F, the FU, that was dope. When John stole the RKO, that was dope. It was just it, this just seemed blessed to me. Um, I really wanted to connect, and the the problem for me is, I don't want to say it's Hangman, but I want to say it's Hangman. Like, like yeah, because I don't know who it is. Maybe it's maybe these two just don't mesh well together. Maybe it's maybe it's Punk. Maybe it's Hangman. Maybe it's just the creative of the feud. I don't know what I it think- is. I, and I don't even want to blame creative. I think something happened 
with the hangman arc that I'm just not as into it as other people. And so while they're pushing this punk thing, I want to feel like it's even, but I just don't. Yeah, it's it's just it feels like it feels like you remember when Roman fought Cena before he was ready. Yeah. And yeah, the disconnect was there. There was just a clear rank of who's better at this all around. Yeah. And John was clearly like head and shoulders better. Beyond Roman at that time. At that time. And it feels like that's where this is. Like Hangman's not really ready. Like he's the guy they want to be the guy, which we know clearly. But Punk is just clearly better at this. <laughs> like, you know what I mean? And it's yeah. just not even close. And it's a, a situation shame. where you want it to be like neck and neck. It's clearly Punk is the better of the two. So now it's like you're you're trying to one up him, but he's like he's clearly already beat you. Yeah, I agree. Um, and it's a shame too because Hang Hangman's not a bad wrestler. He's, he's actually a, really not. He's a very talented wrestler, but yeah. Maybe maybe it's just the mic work. It, maybe it could just be the maybe. the promo the promo skills. I don't know. It's just maybe. there's a, the there, there, ring is decent, and he's there, there, there is a disconnect. It's it's Roman and John was the perfect example. Yeah, because at that point, Roman was just like he like yeah like Roman had everything. It just was so raw that. When you go up against somebody like Cena that's had so many reps of being the guy, you just look, he just made it look too easy. That's what it is. Punk does his thing. Like, Hangman looks like he's trying to keep up. And Mm. Punk is like Randy Orton. He's, like, so vetted that it's just just too easy for him. Exactly. So it looks, it, it looks, they're writing it like it's supposed to be neck and neck, but it's like so punk just makes it look so good that it, you just don't think Hangman has a chance. I would say give Punk the title, right? And then let Hangman dabble in the in the TNC division for a little bit. Mm. Let let him let him get his work back up there. Let him get his promo skills there because the people in that division right now have great promo stuff. Scorpio Sky is great with the promos. Yes. Ricky Starks is great with the promos. Yes. Sammy and Ty right now are pretty good with their promos. They know how to get people mad. You they can should, use you can use Hangman him, as the face. They should give him a restart. Yeah. They should have him lose it. I would say push it two months. Have him lose it. Have the rematch and have him lose it again. Mm-hmm. And start from the bottom, like recreate the cat. I just feel like he hasn't put the reps in. Like yeah. he's made amazing matches, but even when it was him and 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 Kenny, I was like, uh, just like I know they're gonna give it to him, but I just don't believe. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just don't know from like you. You wouldn't least. have been mad if Kenny won. No, you you would have actually preferred Kenny win it. So I feel like there's something about like, and that's what they did with Roman. I mean, they didn't completely do it with Roman. They kind of shoved him down. Yeah, they, until they, he had they said, here you go. 
And then they worked on his character whenever he had time off and it just ended up hitting a gold mine. But I feel like that's what they need to do with Hangman in the sense of just take him away from it, have him really earn the way back up so we can have this character that's not associated with sort of being part of the Dark Order. You know Mm -hmm. what I mean? That's all his character is, really. Yeah, I came with the Elite and then they dumped me because... I wasn't good enough. Yeah. And then I fought my way through being friends with the Dark Order to being good enough. Because I don't know that he had much of a storyline outside of that. Not not really. And then I won. And now I'm champ. And now I'm still sort of friends with the Dark Order. Like, that's maybe that's it's it's got to be the character. It's got to be the it, character. Yeah, it, 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 it's got to be. Because I'm looking for the flaws and I'm like, he has great matches. The mic work isn't mm-hmm. terrible. It's enough. You know what I mean? It, but yeah. there's something about. It probably is the character. Yeah, it's, it's something about the character that I feel like you just haven't done enough. Like, and the matches aren't enough for me. Everyone's great there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's the bar. In a land of everyone being just as good as you, there's something else outside of the ring that has to really take it home for me. Yeah. And it just, the Dark Order thing wasn't, like, if you had, it had worked out better had you actually ran the Dark Order. hmm But you having this kind of will-he-won't-he relationship isn't championship character enough for me to get behind you. Yeah. I don't know. That was sort of a rant. I didn't plan that. <laughs> you love it when those things happen. <laughs> right. That was an undiscovered uh, rant I had inside of me. Um, but getting to some bigger news. So yeah, Mojo yeah. had his guest uh, or his mystery opponent for the Owen Hart tournament. And it ended up being Johnny Elite. Yeah, that was actually that was actually pretty surprising. I'm not gonna lie. Oh, uh, let me let me clarify before you start. It's not Johnny Gargano. Yeah, yeah. That's it, why it is that's John why, Morrison. That's why I was surprised because I was expecting Gargano. I'm not gonna lie. Um, but it's not a it's it's a actually pretty I thought it was pretty dope. Like that dude deserves all the credit in the world. He's wrestled in every damn promotion that Everyone, you can think of. Every single one. Yeah. Like literally, you name a promotion, he's probably been there and he's probably been a champion somewhere in that promotion. Absolutely. Um, I don't know if this was just a one-time thing, him popping up in AEW. Hopefully not. Well, what I what I heard was he's not officially signed, but the door is open for multiple appearances. Okay, so yeah. Um, then yeah, that makes sense. Okay, so he's probably just gonna the forbidden door thing, just dabble yeah. in and out. Yeah. I was going to say, because he can get, he could potentially get lost in that shuffle like everybody else is. Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure is why he didn't go right for the contract. Yeah, yeah. I, I would I would do the in and out appearances myself if I was him, because I can go to another, I can be officially signed somewhere else and still dabble in over here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that was pretty cool. But it was, it was awesome to see. Um, he didn't win which yeah, I got to be honest, um, there was only a split second where I thought he had a chance. And that wasn't yeah. even during the match. That was like at the entrance when I was still happy to see him there. Mm-hmm. And then they panned the camera back to Joe. And I was like, oh, well. Yep, that's who he's in there with. <laughs> yep, you're in there with Joe. 
Um, but I showed the match, however short it was, to Mrs. Jobber, because those are two of her favorite people. Yeah. Um, oh, I, I wonder why Johnny she saw Lee's Joe do the Muscle Buster for the first time. She's never seen Joe do the Muscle Buster. Oh no. Yeah, no, because they banned it in WWE. So was she was she scared for Johnny Elite? No, she was just shocked. She was like, "What the hell is that?" <laughs> <laughs> the good move. Yeah, yeah. That just you got to do it the right way. Just put a many away. Yeah, yeah, and some uh, more than others. Yeah. Um, but happy to see Johnny. Mm-hmm. Um, I think I think most of the boys that are off are just spending time with their kids. So we, I don't think yeah. we'll see Cesaro and Gargano for a minute. Mm-hmm. Um, but they'll make their way back eventually. Um, and the last thing, probably the biggest thing, there was an announcement saying that there are going to be two new titles um, announced for AEW. This coming off the back of the TNT title being destroyed. Yeah. By, um, by um, the Spanish god, Sam Guevara and Ty Valkyrie. Not Ty Valkyrie. Why Ty Conti. Ty Conti. And... Um... Kazarian and Kazarian Kazarian yeah. destroyed it too yeah because remember they oh, jumped shit. they they jumped oh, Kazarian right. they did jump two weeks Kazarian. ago you're right you're right yeah so it was actually really cool dude um the way they did it was badass like taking the sledgehammer destroying the title bringing uh Kazarian mm-hmm. and letting him get some damage in on that title while they lip lock in the background mm-hmm. um I'm interested to see what these new titles are though well, I have a guess for one of them. The trios titles? The trios titles, man. You got to do it. You got to do it. And the only sad thing is um, they've decided to bring in the trios titles if that is the announcement that I have a hunch about. The only sad part is they got rid of Marco Stunt from Jurassic Express. I mean, it's great that they replaced him with Christian, but still, poor Marco. Stay <laughs> there for all that time and get one belt and get one match. Like, <laughs> just... He was, so, he was on dark the entire time. <laughs> so you take out Marco Stunt from Jurassic Express during the great trios runs, and, and then, you and, and you bring Christian in. Hey, listen, two time, two time, uh, 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 Impact World Champion, a dinosaur, <laughs> a caveman. Yo, that's the start of a joke. That's the start and of a ca- joke. And Christian, Captain Charisma. Christian, Georgia the Jungle, and a, and a dinosaur walk into, walk into a wrestling promotion. <laughs> Come out. Uh, this is... Yes, yeah. Georgia the Jungle, a dinosaur, and a Canadian walk into a bar. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. Um, who do you think they're putting it on? I have uh, a want, but I don't, I don't know. I don't know who I want the belts to be on, though. Uh, I'm gonna just go right out there and say it, man. Put it on Fish, O'Reilly, and Cole. Undisputed. Just put it on Undisputed. You, you got to. Cause Kenny's not back yet, so. And they're not ready to push. Cole is the champ. Which they should do. Get his, he's got to get his reps in, though. So I understand. Yeah. So yeah, I'm gonna. I'm just gonna say. I can tell you who I want it to be on. That they're not gonna put it on. Gun Club. The Gun Club, baby. (laughs) Why are you fighting me about this? It's the the Gun Club. 
Yo, they have one of the best trios records in all of AEW. Dude, I, yeah, and guns, it, yo. And it got buried in like five guns. minutes. Okay, but that's why they need their own division to shine it. Okay. <laughs> okay. No, you buried you buried that run in five minutes. All it took was Moxley, okay. Yuta, and and Danielson. Listen, give them the trios titles. Made them look like little boys. Have them hold it for a solid three months. This is my booking brain. This is how you get a team over without getting a team over. You put the belts. Yeah, you, need help. you put the belts on a gun on the gun club. And then you have them hold it for a solid three to six months against the lower levels of the tag teams. While you have House of Black and the Death Triangle still duking it out. Yeah, oh, I forgot about that. Yeah, true. right. So then, <laughs> while they're duking it out and they're destroying the guys from the lower level, the undisputed elite can be in their own faction versus faction shit until you're ready for um, the undisputed elite to hold the trios titles. Now you've got six month long reigning gun club in the same contention as the undisputed elite in the house of black and them without doing any real work at all. We got to do it for six months, three to six. Oh God. Six three to of, six. All six you months have to, of gun club. Three to six is easy. Six months of gun. You club. have them. You, all you got to do for a three to six month run is this. You got to take the entire list. You got to look at, okay, give me one tag team where they only need one extra member to make them a trios. So it's easy for them to lose because it's really just a tag team or somebody that doesn't belong there. You take um, you take one tag team that is like a, a big win for them, but a small trios team in the grand scheme of things. Like have them beat, have them beat Eddie Kingston one time. Adam beat Eddie Kingston and Pride and Power for one time. And you know you know how you do that? You have them, you have them win via interference. So that's a huge win for them. But in the grand scheme of things, they're just getting by. I'm not having it. I, I refuse. I can book this right. And and as long as you push Austin Gunn to become the Jay Uso of the group. This works out perfectly. You don't, I rebuke no, it in the name listen, of Jesus. You, we have got to start giving the guns more credit around. I, rebu- okay? I rebuke it. I rebuke How it. How are people like Brian Pillman Jr. supposed to get over if we can't give the gun club a chance? I rebuke it. <laughs> we we got to do something. How would you? All right, we'll have a separate special edition picking people that are definitely way too lost in the shovel to ever recover. Okay. We're going to write we're going to come up with a, a, a booking to get them to the top of the mountain. And that's going to be a special edition. I agree, though. They are. They are. And, and my guys are going to be the gun club. Oh, God. I'm going to book the gun club to the top of the tag division. All right. You, you have fun with that. And you'll have some. Well, you'll get somebody terrible, too. I'm gonna, <laughs> we, I can we make it work. Somebody, we're going to find somebody for you. Give me sky blue. I can make it happen. That is that is not a lost in the shuffle loss case of a person. Okay. Sky blue. Give me somebody else then. Writing path. 
We gotta find somebody. Actually, actually, I think it's difficult for her. Believe I it or not. do not at all. I, I think I love her, but I think it's difficult for her. Uh, we'd have to give you somebody like. Give me Ruby Soho. Too easy. How's that too easy? We can't get this is because this is the issue. If all you have to do is book them well, it's not a challenge. Well, she can book the gun club well and them still not be believable. I can I can get Ruby Soho back to the top. Absolutely. But that's why it's easy. Anybody can get Ruby Soho back to the top. All you gotta do is book her well. Fine. Who is who is who is that first? You have to you have to come up with a booking masterpiece. All right, uh, give me um uh what what's what's that chick? You gotta name? give me you gotta give me Eric Young becoming TNA world champion, leaving uh uh Team Canada. Good booking. That's the situation I need. Cause you remember how terrible Eric Young was in Team Sean Canada. Spears. Sean Spears might be a good one. Sean right, I'll, Spears I'll, might I'll be do Sean one. Spears. Sean Spears might be a good a good choice. Yeah. Or like, no. Tony Nice. I could do Tony Nice. I think I could do Tony. I don't niece. know. Uh, Tony Nice is a bit unbelievable as a world. When, 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 yeah, no, I, I'll get him. I'll get him to the TNT title. No, uh, see, but that's not that's not the goal here. We I gotta, gotta get him to the top of whatever division they can get to. All right, I have to fine. make the Gun Club the best tag team on the roster. You have. I, to I, Tony I can Nese get Tony Nice to the world title to the world title and make it believable. I hate Tony Nese, but I can get it to the world. <laughs> or like, or like TJB. <laughs> oh God. TJB. All right. Well, before, well, we, we took this rant a little too early, man. I think we got to jump into the WWE side of things. Okay. 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 Yeah. 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 We just brainstormed a whole other, a whole other topic. Um, so that does it for the AEW news, man. Let's get into, uh, some of the big WWE stuff. Yeah. Um, so as we, I don't know if we've discussed this or not, but Judgment Day is upon us. Yes, sir. And we now have Rhea Ripley as a part of Judgment Day with Damian Priest and Yes, Edge. sir. And not just this, he's made a call out to join Judgment Day. Mm-hmm. Literally put out a, 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 a signal. Come yeah. to me. Yeah, he sent, sent out the open invitations, if you will. Um. And with that, we have got a new, I don't want to say this is a new faction to go up against them, but we got us a nice little formidable team here mm-hmm. uh, of, I'm calling this the team that had nothing to do. The team that had nothing to do. Because they had nothing to do. Um, we got AJ Styles. The GOAT. Finn Balor. The Japan GOAT. And Liv Morgan, of all people. The Unforgotten. What did what is what did that what did that stable used to be? The Forgotten Sons. Yeah, that's <laughs> this, that's literally what this is. This is the, the Forgotten Live. <laughs> yeah, this is this is the Forgotten Sons of WWE right now. Uh, the Forgotten Sons and Daughter. Um, right. I'm not gonna lie, I like it. I like I like putting a. I mean AJ and Finn together. Always you can't magic. go wrong with it. always magic. Yeah, no matter what, whether a team or against each other, they gel very well. Um, and then you throw Liv Morgan into the mix. Yeah. Somebody that most people would not have, might not have anticipated to be put with Finn and AJ. Yeah, not me. No, not at all. But I understand it in the grand scheme of the writing. And this might make this might actually benefit her. This might actually help her out a lot. You got two, 
you got two greats that you can learn from that it, you can it, ride with. It might help her behind the scenes. Well, no, I, I think they I think they could teach her a few things in ring too. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm just I'm just I just thought you meant for a career. Oh yeah, no, I don't, I don't believe it all. That, that, that I think in her in ring and maybe her mic work and some reputation backstage and maybe some industry connections definitely, but I don't yeah. I don't think this is helping her run at all. Yeah, no, I don't I don't think this is gonna be a long term thing, but it could they could definitely help her out and benefit her in the in, in yeah. the grand scheme of and things. And she and she deserves it. Mm-hmm. She she needs to that's, be on TV. That's one of my old rants for sure. Yeah. We we did book her to become a champ and we found a way to make it great. They just never they didn't take our advice on it. Yeah, yeah. These these are special editions we need to do, man. We need to do these booking ones. Along with uh we need to bring back some of these verses. Yeah. Well, we'll talk about it. It's a long year. Yeah. But um I'm gonna throw out some of the names. You tell me where do you see them if you see them in judgment day. Uh Corey okay. Graves. Um I'm gonna say no. I don't think Corey's back. I'm yeah, I'm I'm gonna say no. I don't think Corey's coming back. I think the Corey's savior happy. misbehavior. Yeah, I think Corey's happy and doing the commentary thing and you know, he's guys just I don't I don't think Corey's coming yeah. back. You know, I did listen to an interview with him and Renee, uh, where he said that same thing. He said he was happy. He said he's cleared, but he's not vying for an opportunity to get in the ring. Yeah, like if if he gets the itch, great. He'll probably come back real quick, but I don't see him coming back long term. Um, Paige. Now, see, that's a tricky one because they tease Paige a lot, a like lot for a, a lot, lot of a shit, lot, a lot. Um, so the fan, the fan in me wants to say yes, but I just, that as another one, I can't really see it happening. I mean, unless the end, unless you want to, you know, make her and Rhea a thing, put them in the tag division. I, you know, I have an idea, mm-hmm. um, but it would take more than, than just Paige. Um, but I like Paige there. Mm-hmm. Tell me Tommaso Ciampa. Oh, yeah. Make that shit happen. Absolutely. We're all 100% on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Here. Yeah, 100%. 100%. In this, right? 100%. Tommaso needs to be there. But he just fits. To, he fits too well. It just works. It just like works. He, he, already, he already gets the, he already's in the dark clothing and the trench coats and shit like that. Um, Kind of not going to believe him in a suit. But, you know. They would have to, he would have to trim his beard. Yeah. Like you don't cut the beard all the way. You just shape shape it, make it, make it shape shape it. Yeah. Yeah. Just shape it up a little bit, you know, can't be wild anymore. Yeah. It'd be, it it could work. It it could be like Buddy Matthews or wait, is that that his name now? Or whatever his name was. Murphy. Yeah. Buddy Murphy. Mm. When, when Buddy Murphy was with the, uh, was with Edge or not Edge, Seth. Um, who else? Um, what if Liv turned Bailey? That's a good one. Bailey. Ooh. Hmm. I can see it, but I don't know if I would want to do it. Uh, I think they're they're gonna need 
I'm sure. Why not? Because you're going to wind up needing women tag teams anyway. So mm-hmm. if you want to make Bailey dark and throw her with Rhea and the Judgment Day, yeah, go ahead. She, 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 I don't think she's ever really done a dark, dark character though. Like she's been evil, but she hasn't been dark. She hasn't been dark before, no. So that'd be interesting. Now here's some names that are sad that I can include. Uh, Dakota Kai. Yeah. Dexter Loomis. God, that would have been perfect. Perfect. That he would have been their muscle. Ah, so good, so good. Priest could have been the Randy. Terrible how they messed that up. Um, I was thinking, in a perfect world, you take Tommaso. If we're gonna really make a faction, let's cover our bases here. Mm-hmm. I want Tommaso. I want Tommaso and Damien as my tag champs. Mm-hmm. If I had to pick up somebody to be my mid-card guy, I want to say... I want to say Loomis. Loomis would have been perfect. Loomis would have been perfect. I want to say, I want to say Finn. Yeah, I, I've heard that too. I, I've heard people saying that they think Finn's going to turn. I want to say Finn. And Finn hasn't been evil on the main roster, has he? No. Because he, uh, he was dark and he wasn't dark, but he was evil in NXT. I want, I want to, yeah, I want to say Finn because there's a lot of writing you can do with that, especially with Edge having the Undertaker's powers now. Mm-hmm. I can see that. Yeah, I can definitely see that. I can see that being his like. He summons a demon. Yeah, I can see that being his his ace in the hole. Mm-hmm. Yeah, he always always have a plan. Yeah. Should anything go wrong, lights go out, demon. I tell you what, I would do. I would get a manager. Yes. Two, like a second hand or whatever you want to call them. Yeah. I and would, I'd get, go I'd get go Gangrel. Ooh, okay. Not who I was going to say, but also a great choice. All right, who were you going to say? I was going to say Pluck Joe Gacy. Hmm. Why don't you just use, uh, why don't you just use Joe Gacy as your mid-card guy? Hmm. I mean, he's still he's still pretty green. He's still got a lot to learn. But That's true, dude, you got Edge and Damian Priest up there. You got Tommaso if you throw Tommaso in. Yeah, as a tag team guy, three great people for you to learn from, right there. You're right, you a, you're right. You, you surround him with the right people. Joe Gacy could become. He could take that character to a new level. You figure Tommaso ran NXT. He ran the locker room. Edge, Hall of Famer, Damian mm. Priest, the dude damn near trained bad bunny like yeah pretty much did train bad bunny if you can yeah. make bad bunny look good you can make anything work great booking decision you're right joe gacy should be my mate carter and then on the women's side i want to pick up page mm-hmm. um as my women's leader sorry yeah, Ray Ripley. But yeah, I, would, that's... I would take i would take page and then i would grab nikki cross and drive her back into madness yeah and then that, make that her and Rhea Ripley the tag team, the, the new tag team women's standard. 
Yeah, if if you can if you can make that work. I'd reunite them and make Nikki Cross evil again. Yeah. And then have Paige run the 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 main event women's scene. I could get behind that. That way you got now you have seven people, but it everyone has a place. Yeah. Nothing feels jumbled. And now you have a consistent women's tag team and regular tag team and two new mid cards that you can take seriously. Yeah, I could I could support that. That's a that's a good move. And Edge becomes more believable as a champ now because if you use well, you can still use Gacy. Yeah, you could. You can still use Gacy as like a sacrificial lamb. You'd have to use him in a totally different role than you was than you would use the demon. Yeah. He but I could see him easily eating all the shots. Like if y'all ran it back with Roman, mm-hmm. I could see him setting up for the for the spear and the lights turning out and coming back on and Roman going for it and Gacy like being in the middle of the ring jumping into the spear for Edge. Yeah. I mean like sacrificial lamb so Edge can win the match. Not not a bad way to go about it. All right, but off the booking <laughs> for for Edge and yeah, Edge and all these uh, um, Edge in the club. Yeah, so we got that out the way. Next thing I want to talk about is let's go with so Stephanie McMahon has announced that she's going to be taking a leave of absence for a while. Mm-hmm. Um, and this they said it was kind of out of the blue, but. I don't I don't buy that for a second. I don't believe that at all. Yeah. You figure with everything Hunter just went through, nearly dying, uh a few weeks after we and we find out a few weeks, not even a few weeks, a few days after Scott Hall passed. Mm-hmm. Um I don't I don't blame her for taking the leave of absence. I do think it's very fun, like it's very odd that her whole team is gone as she takes the leave of absence. Like they're just bye-bye. Yeah, seems like deja vu to me. Yeah. Um, but I have no problem with her taking a leave of absence. I wonder who's taking her place for the time being. Um, but, you know, focus on the family. You know, your husband just nearly passed away. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of his best friends did just pass away. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's a scary time for all of them. She got young young kids. I think they're all still teenagers. I, I don't blame her one bit. It's, it's, it's definitely worth, definitely the right time to do it. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I just, I just, I don't know. Everything seems sketchy nowadays. So yeah, that, definitely too much into it. What do, what do you feel about speaking of the women's division for a bit? Mm-hmm. What do you think about Lacey Evans turning heel all of a sudden? I think she's better as a heel. Um, I think that's when she does her best work. Uh, I don't buy her as a face because, you know, she's always. So you weren't rocking with the promos with the, um, the photo, the video packages of her, like telling no, I th- how hard her life was. No, I, I think that was always their plan. I think they were gonna always do that and then bring her back and make her heal. Really? They were gonna Kurt Angle her? Yeah, I think they were gonna give it the Kurt Angle treatment. I mean, it, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. It worked in the past, so it might work again. Mm, maybe. I don't know. I, I don't know. I feel like a, do you, maybe you I think- could have got used to Lacey Evans as a, as a good guy. If y'all gave her a shot, well, I feel like they didn't even give her a shot. Like, I don't even know if I was ready to embrace it yet because y'all didn't let her. But I think when Bailey comes back, Bailey's probably going to be the face. Really? 
Yeah, be, I, I would think Bailey coming back, she's going to come back as a face because she was just a heel for two, for what, two years? You think she's going to be Hugger Bailey? Oh, no, no, no. We're not going back to Hugger Bailey. You just think it's just going to be like a normal person, Bailey, now? Yeah, yeah. It's, it's going to be normal, Bailey. But it's going to be tough because now you got to find a new character for her. Yeah. And she can't be the, the outrageous heel because that's Becky now. Yeah, yeah. yeah so Becky. She's got to find a new shtick. Yeah, she, I mean, she could still kind of do what she. No, she can't. But yeah, you could you can make her face. You just gotta find you just gotta find the right character for her and the right time to bring her back. She's gotta come back Triple H style. Yeah, I would think so. Like, still kind of be a dick, but like, and yeah. against all the bad guys. <laughs> so now it's kind of like a tweener role. Yeah, like Kevin it's Owens great. as a like how Kevin was when he was a face. Yes, like Kevin. Per- and perfect because she actually can she actually does a Kevin Owens pretty well. I, I think she could be a great female Kevin Owens. Right. She can okay. still do the ding dong hello stuff and all that. You know who yeah. you could also get for Edge's faction that I didn't think of? The returning mm-hmm. Alexa Bliss. No. I'm I'm tired of yeah, it'll work. It could work, but I'm just it tired could. of seeing it Alexa as a dark character. Uh yeah. yeah, I think we are all sick of it. You're right. Yeah. Um, also, we have a new character on SmackDown. Mm. L.A. Knight is on SmackDown. Yeah. Only yeah. he's not L.A. Knight. No. <laughs> <laughs> he is now Max Dupree. And he is the founder of Maximum Male Models, if I'm not mistaken. Maximum Male Models. All right, so... Ladies and gentlemen, this this segment is going to be called The Rant of the Week. Yes, it is. Um, We're going to try to plan these out because we rant like every pod. I'm going to start trying to plan these out. So we're going to call these The Rant of the Week. And it's just going to be the highlight of the pod or just the, the part where we were the most angry. Yeah, basically. I, I believe we found it in um, <laughs> Max Dupree. Yeah. So, yeah, this, 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 this is where the <laughs> rant comes so in. Um, I am sick and tired of Vince... Nick Khan, John Laurinaitis, who whoever the powers that be are that decide these things, you do not need to change everyone's name from NXT that comes up to the main roster. You have like it makes zero logical sense. It makes zero sense creatively. It makes zero sense merchandise wise. It it makes no sense. Like all. Everybody knew who Walter was. Absolutely. Then, then you got him coming up as Gunther. One of the worst names you could have picked makes zero sense. It still makes no sense. I don't even think he's the same as Gunther. It just doesn't hit right. No, not at all. Pete Dunn. Different. He feels different. Pete Dunn, you changed his name to Butch. Butch. You butchered his name, no <laughs> pun intended. You butch of all the things. Butch. You could have just called him Dunn, and it would have been cool. Yeah. 
You could have dropped. You could have dropped the first name, like the same thing you did with Riddle. It makes zero sense changing their names when you come up. Raquel Gonzalez, another one. Now she's what? Raquel Rodriguez. Rodriguez. What's the like? It, it makes zero sense to me. So now you got. When he came in, we knew he was Eli Drake. Everybody yes. else kept their everybody else kept their name. Yes. You changed his name to L.A. Knight. We gave it a shot. We we went oh, okay. We like LA. Yeah. Now he's on the main roster, and he's Max Dupree, and you're and you changed his character completely. Now this is my this is my thing. This is my gripe. I understand. I heard the 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 rumors or the sayings or the whatever that they sent out a letter saying that anyone who has a non WWE name or going under their indie name is going to get their name changed due to legal purposes or just so that they can have the rights um, to the name, name. Uh, rights to the name for merchandising purposes, whatever. So if you came in with the indie name, you get to keep your indie name. When you go back out there, we're going to rename you here. Fine. Y'all did it with Cassius Ono. Fine by me. When y'all change them from Chris Hero to Cassius Ono. Y'all have done it mm-hmm. a couple times. I understand you're a business. You got to make your money. Whatever. My gripe here becomes y'all already changed his name. Exactly. Like when y'all got here, when he got here, y'all changed his name. And y'all gave him a gimmick that he really kind of had to make work. Yeah. And it worked. And it was great. Yeah, he, t- he took the ball and he ran with it. He ran with it. Y'all gave him polka dots and Dusty made it work. Okay? So y'all changed his name to LA Knight. He makes it work. He becomes a hit on NXT, which is the new NXT that y'all are training them for so that they can make the jump to main roster easy without any of your changes, right? Mm-hmm. So if that was the game plan and it worked... Why would you then change his name again and yeah, give him exactly. another new gimmick that's even harder to get over? Like I don't understand the purpose. Like I, I like because it's not for merchandising rights. No, I already gave him a name for that. Mm-hmm. It's not for gimmick reasons. Y'all already gave him a gimmick. It's not because he's unproven. Mm-hmm. He already showed you he can go out there and get a pop. Y'all already changed the crowd in the show to match the main show. So you mm-hmm. already know he can get over. So why would you change his name again and give him a harder gimmick about heard, being a CEO of maximum male models? Like this is <laughs> like this is the this biggest is gonna... thing for me is that it's maximum male. He couldn't have been CEO of anything else. You're basically giving him the Robert Stone brand. Like, are you, but it's not though. (laughs) Like, (laughs) this is the thing. It's not though. It's not the Robert Stone brand. No, It's not even the Jade Cargo brand. Like, you, (laughs) I got, I got something for you. Maximum male models. Who do you picture? You don't know who I picture? I picture Val Venus 
and Billy and Chuck. That's why that's my picture when you say you're you're the CEO of Maximum Male Models. I was gonna say Rob Conway. And Rob Conway, also perfect in that description. So unless he's supposed to be a manager, which still sounds worse. <laughs> still now it sounds like something that is very suggestive <laughs> i got i got something I, i'm, I'm curious as to how you expect this to get over like don't I you got, guys aren't you guys pg like how is he how is this supposed to get over is what i'm saying like without this going completely left there's rumors in the twitter sphere that this exact character and this exact role was going to be Adam Cole's. Stop it. That, Stop yes. Stop it. That, I swear I Y'all were not, not about to make Adam Cole and, baby. But you want to... Like, I can't even get this out without like laughing. The person he was going to manage was Keith Lee. No. No. And now, now I do do that, but now with this gimmick, that doesn't make any sense. Yes, but hear me out. Now they're giving it to Max Dupree, and he's going to be managing because we've seen it, and I seen it in the dark matches. I don't know if you've seen it. One of the people he's going to be managing is Dio Madden. Okay, that makes sense. Yeah, I was gonna. I was gonna give you a second to see if you remembered who Dio Madden was. It makes sense, but it still doesn't make sense. So, so what you're telling me is, he is. A, he's. He does. He's a pimp. He yes. He runs a gigolo company. That's basically. And and Dio Madden is his douche bigolo. Okay, but see, I pitched this to Mrs. Jobber as like this is probably what it's gonna be. I, I, I think mean, that's I, what it's gonna my, be. My, you know what my joke was. My joke was. <clears throat> The way that this sounds, this is a 90s character. I said the manager of Max Dupree of Maximum Male Models sounds like a 90s manager that has Val Venus, Billy and Chuck, and the Godfather. Yeah, like and they're gonna be a faction called trafficking because this is just horrible. This is this is just this you is, did not just go there. You did not because go Godfather there. literally has a train of hoes. Whole train and, and between that, Vito, Val Venus, and Billy and Chuck. I mean, what are we doing here? Like what, 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 this uh, is, but of all the names you you went with Max Dupree of maximum male model. I they would we had, already had we this, already had one Dupree and we didn't even like him. Let me tell you something. I would I would have been fired because you were I, not saying maximum male models to me as a character and me being in the meeting room not laughing my ass off. Yeah, I'm I'm walking out. Uh, now I see if this was the thing Adam Cole was really gonna get, I understand why he didn't like, resign. I'd have been looking around the room like, are you serious? This is a joke. Like I'm being pumped. Like, are we am I on jackass? Is like what is this? Like what? <laughs> you were not about to tell me you're gonna give a guy a gimmick 
of being a, 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 a gigolo pimp. Is that, that's what this is. Like, I don't, maximum male models don't sound like a pimp to nobody else. <laughs> it does. It absolutely you, does. He's, he's going to have the business cards and everything. Like, how do you get this over? You would have to surround him with male models, correct? That yep. don't seem suggestive to you. I don't. <laughs> better call it. You better call Chris Masters back. Right. Like, come on. Matter of fact, this is perfect for that time. If you told me manager of maximum male models when Chris Masters was around, I'd be like, okay, this is Jade Carga. This is <laughs> this is the guy managing the baddies. This is he's the but it's male. Like, does this seem ridiculous to anyone else? Like, does, is it just me? I, I no, we're not. We are definitely not the only ones. Am I the, the only one that's looking at this a little sideways? Like, no. The group chat was in a frenzy, as you've seen. Literally, pun intended. Shout out, uh, Fritzy. Uh, but it was just like, what, I can't. Is Billy Gunn coming back for this? Like, what, what is I, happening I, right now? Like, what is? We we are we are not supporters of the maximum male models. <laughs> that that is what we're trying to get the. Why would that you is the have point we're trying to get maximum male models? Y'all didn't just think talent agency maybe, just makes you understand why certain people walk out the company, doesn't it? Like <laughs> that we're gonna discuss later. Like if they had getting not to be cliche, but if they had told me. I was coming from being the hottest thing on NXT to being the, the CEO of Maximum Male Models. I'd have given them that title, laid it right on their desk and walked out because they weren't respecting me for who I am. Okay? <laughs> thank you. No, thank you. I'm out. I'm going to go home. <laughs> Man, so I, I, I think we've driven the point home on this. We are not here for the maximum male models we do not support this absolutely we don't like, not we don't like the max dupree name we still love you la night but if you want and, and if you i'm gonna put this in spotify i don't know if we're gonna get any actual answers but if you're listening to this and you are also familiar with the 90s and 2000 wrestling give me a stable i will leave this in spotify give me a stable for Max Dupree's maximum male models. Yeah. <laughs> because we, I we, see this we lineup. need to know. I need message, to see this lineup. Like <laughs> message us on Instagram too and let us know because man, this who, is who do you get for this? Ricochet? Like what, what who's who's doing this? Like who's agreeing to be a male model? Ezekiel? It's gonna be Ezekiel, isn't it? It's gonna be Stop. Ezekiel and Mad Cat Moss. Oh God. It's it's, it's, it's we we're gonna bring Savio Vega back. Dr- yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. All right. So jumping into something else, because I we got a couple of things left. I want to talk about I want to get your opinion on some. Yes. The Usos have unified the tag team championships, correct? Yes, they have. Where do we see this going? Oh, if I had another rant in the day in me, it would be right here. I'm so pissed about this. Not that they won. But the fact that y'all wasted my motherfucking time. Like, like I'm so mad. Y'all wasted my time on this Drew McIntyre bullcrap to do the unification anyway. You on a punk, smackdown like, of you, all places. You punk mother freakers. Like I am on a smackdown of all places. On a smackdown of all places. 
the last time we had a tag team unification match, it happened at a WrestleMania. It mattered. This one didn't even happen at a pay-per-view because y'all backed out. Like, why would y'all back out and then do it anyway? Like, who's who's making decisions back there? Somebody that is bad at making decisions? <laughs> uh, I don't even want to say his name at this point. It's drawn out. But yeah. clearly somebody, whoever is making the final saves back there is, like, not doing a great job of it. Like, this is just this is horrible. This is Again, horrible. it makes you understand why people put their titles on the table, and walk out the company. I mean, oh, my God. You know, speaking to somebody that's open to coming into the company, though. Oh, oh, no, let me get to your point. Let me answer your question. Where do I think this is going? I yeah. do still feel like this is going back to brand unifications. <laughs> Them combining the brands and just having the champions jump from show to show. With okay. maybe the exception of the United the, States and the Intercontinental Championship. The, the mid-card titles. Yeah. But the mid-card yeah. titles will stay show respective, and I think the champs will just bounce back. Okay. Yeah. Not a Which terrible. Which is weird now that they've made GM mode for WWE 2K, but if they do this right, which I'm having way too much fun playing that game still, mm-hmm. if they do WWE 2K22 right, they won't have to make another one for a few years. They can just keep updating and adding people. Um, well, they were smart. I'm sure they're, they're actually, not going to be. They actually already got 23 in the works. Oh, well, see, they ruined it already. Mm-hmm. And I'm sure it's not going to have as much stuff. But, yeah, if they were doing it right, they would have did it that way. But back to the point, I, I would hope that it means that they're combining the brands and that the shows, the champs would just switch shows. And... um the mid carters will stay where they are. Yeah. Um, I don't even have a take on it, really. At, at this mm-hmm. point, I, I have to be completely honest. I'm kind of just keeping up with Roman. Yeah. I, that, I, that's really all I'm doing anyway. Like, and, and Cody. Mm-hmm. Cody. Like, whatever happens with the Judgment Day, I, I hope works out. But the only news I care about is, is, is Cody still going strong? Okay. Mm-hmm. Is, what's Roman up to? Okay. I'm good on everything else. Like, yeah. you know? <laughs> Judgment Day is one of the things you, like, peek your head at. And then, but it, it, it's just, like, the oh, company yeah. as a whole right now is, yeah. is, in, is looking like it's in shambles. Yeah. And one of the things that points to that is what happened on SmackDown. Uh, well, Smack, Raw and SmackDown, I should say. Mm. Um. So Sasha and Naomi. Oh, no, 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 wait. Before you get into that, before you get into that. What I do? There I'm in is trouble. one good thing to say before we go into all the other stuff. Okay. So we can have one positive thing to say, because I feel like we killed them the whole time. Are you hype about Cody Seth 3? Um, I will say yes, but I feel like uh, I feel like Cody's getting the clean sweep here, man. Three for three? Yeah, I think I think he's gonna Batista. I think he's gonna go three for three. Ooh. Okay. I think he's I think he's gonna give him that uh Batista Triple H treatment in 05, I believe it was. Yes. Yeah, I think, I think in a cell. Yep. I think it's gonna be 05. Damn, it isn't a hell in a cell. Yep. Oh yeah, he's he's sweeping him. He's going three for three. I went back in the records, <laughs> pulled out a classic. Uh, uh-huh. I dig it though. And you you know what? Honestly, I'm for him winning. 
Yeah. <laughs> for him winning again. Yeah. Beat him a third time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. Beat him three. Beat him can't, three can't, We can't get mad at Cody. Yeah. Just, I'm not gonna care. Beat him three times. I don't care. <laughs> and then have stuff the, have stuff get one of the preoccupied with something else. Just don't have a fourth one after that. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> three is enough. Yeah. Rule of three, guys. Yeah, trilogies are always good. When, I don't, when I don't know. I don't know what happened with the writing team, but a, a few years ago they lost the rule of three, and yeah. they just never picked it back up again. Like trilogies are running like best. fifteen of the same match over and over again, and we were like, guys, this was over a long time ago. Things in three are just so much better, man. You you eat three donuts, you feel happy. When you eat the fourth one, you really can't. <laughs> Yeah, when you feel the fourth one, you really start to feel that thing. Like, like oh, maybe I should have did that. Yeah, too, you know? too many Boston cream donuts. Um, but I'm I'm excited for that because um, I know they're going to go out there and, and have another banger. Mm-hmm. And the Hell in a Cell is what you do when you've run out of everything Ideas. you can do in the ring. And now you need a, a third element in there to really get it over and end it. Yep. So they're doing everything they should do writing-wise. All they have to do is not fuck it up. Pretty much. So I'm happy about that one thing that they're doing that seems to be correct. All right, now to the... Now to the... <laughs> now to okay. go back to killing them. <laughs> okay. Back, back, back to the slaughter on our hands. So on Monday, there was supposed to be... I guess it was going to be like a six-pack challenge or something. Um for the number one contender for the women's title. Mm-hmm. And Sasha and Naomi apparently were not having it. They briskly strolled into talent relations, John Laurinaitis office, promptly dropped the titles on the desk, picked up their bags, mm. and briskly left the arena. Mm. And decided we're not doing the show we're we're being out we're leaving and so we get treated better and this prompted wwe to respond via suspension indefinitely and stripping them of the titles not only that they took the pettiness a step further Mm -hmm. and made the announcement on smackdown live and said this was behavior unbecoming of champions. And they have let down their locker room and their peers. Mm. So they will be suspended indefinitely. And a tournament is going to be in place to crown new champions in the future. Oh, man. The one thing I took away from that (laughs) is... You're going to have a tournament to crown new tag team champions. But you don't have any fucking tag teams. Wow. You, this, how brilliant is this, right? So They just they, they basically <laughs> just shoveled the dirt right on top of them as they left. And they didn't even leave. Not to mention, while they're suspended indefinitely and not fired, they pulled all their merch off the website so they can make no much money while yes. suspended indefinitely. The the pettiness is real, bro. You know, it makes it even crazier. Because of their new rules that they have to be involved in all third-party situations, they can't go anywhere and make any, any more money. They can't go anywhere else because the that WWE thing- has to be involved in them making that money. 
So <laughs> they literally cannot eat like at all. Like that's yeah, it. like they're just. And you know why he's not like we all know why he's not firing them. Yeah, because you like, can't because you can't. because you know they're just gonna go somewhere else and make a yeah. shit ton of money. Whatever they do, Naomi's gonna take herself right over to AEW, make a crap ton of money. Yep. Sasha don't even need to wrestle anymore. Sasha's at the point of her career. She could just do Mandalorian episodes. She's so solidified. She could continue to do movies like like don't don't don't, don't get it twisted. Like my we could still jump, we, Snoop Dogg. Yeah, we, we could jump in the movie business. Like I'm my, over my here on Disney Plus. My cousin's still Brandy and Ray J in them. Like uh-huh. I'm good out here. Like I'm I'm still I'm still me. I'm still technically one of the greatest women to ever step in this business. Miss Mercedes still gonna get that bag. She's still gonna get that bag. Okay. So so they and 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 Naomi still got family ties. She can be good in the hood anywhere. And plus the people the people that wind up the women that wind up leaving the company wind up doing better anywhere in whatever they do. They 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 have so much more freedom to do whatever they want. Like you got Lana, not Lana. You got um Nia Jax over here on Twitch and the tic- and TikTok and whatnot. Mia Yim really quickly went over to Impact, started mm-hmm. doing her thing over there. Mm-hmm. Hell, even Lana started an OnlyFans. Man, <laughs> everybody's making money. Everybody's making money. That's a market out here, and you're gonna I- go to them, to your biggest. I don't see um, Sasha doing the OnlyFans thing, but hey, you know, I, I just had to throw the line of having the OnlyFans in, in the, <laughs> <laughs> I had to throw it in the podcast. Um, but yeah, like I said, dude, Sasha can do damn near anything she wants. You know, I really have to give it to Sasha. Mm-hmm. Out of all of the four horsewomen, um, as far as the realest in the pack, it's gotta be Sasha. Then Charlotte, I think, then Becky and Bailey. What, the realest? As far as like thugs and that group, <laughs> the level of G in that group. I would, to me I would say it's probably I, Sasha, I agree, then Charlotte, I would, then Becky, then Bailey. I'd, fl- I'd flip Bailey and Becky. I, I'd say Becky's probably the last one. Becky's probably the last. But I, Becky, I, I, Becky's too solidified in. And the corporate end of things, as far as got you, know, you, got you, yeah, yeah. Bailey, at least Bailey still got them. I don't want to say the hood ties out in Cali, but Bailey still got them yeah, them ties yeah, yeah. to do her. Um, you don't I forget where that, she came from. I say that because if there's ever a situation where Sasha feels like something is up, she's out. Like she's dead. Yeah. She's not having it. Like <laughs> and and, took, and Char- yeah, and it took Charlotte a while to get that. She had to marry a she had to marry a Spanish guy before she, mm-hmm. she got he, he had to remind her just who the hell she was. Right, right. Uh to remind her she's she's the goat out here. Mm-hmm. Um but Sasha's been that from day one. She's been the yeah. first person to be like, Oh, that don't look right. She mm-hmm. she does she reminds me of uh of Austin when they told him he was gonna job to Brock Lesnar. Nah, uh-huh. he's like what? <laughs> he was like, he was like, What? You want to bet? Is that what we're doing? Hey, Bubba. And it was like, yeah, that's what we're doing. No, I mean, is that what you're doing? Because if that's what we're doing, I'm not coming. That's uh-huh. that's that's Sasha. That's the Sasha, the first one to be like, oh, that's what we're doing. Well, I won't be there. That's that's, that's not happening. I'm not gonna lie. On quick, on first glance, yeah, I, I was like, 
damn, what's the point of walking out? Like, that's kind of... Well, 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 here's some context for you. Tell me, let me read you this, and then tell me how you feel if this is the real story. It could be, it could be blase. It could be okay. uh, one of them. It could just be somebody falsifying a story. But this came out shortly after um, them publicly saying that they were suspended indefinitely. Okay. Um, somebody tweeted out that is apparently close to um, apparently close to uh, Naomi um, saying that just kind of pleading their case. Mm-hmm. So if this is their side of the story, I want to get your thoughts on how you feel about it. that's the way things went down and what WWE did. So I got you. It says um, this is from the point of view of them. So you approach, you're approached in February as being part of a tag team after you were both promised big WrestleMania feuds. You bite the bullet and you put everything you got into the tag team and it works and you win the belt uh, and you become like big merch guys, big merch one. Five weeks into the rain, you show up to TV and they tell you you're going to be in the main event. You're both happy about it. Um, And they told you one will be getting over by pinning the other. And you have questions as to how that helps the group. So you go to a meeting with your boss, discuss it. The boss takes the meeting. It goes well. Um, It ends and you're told the match is going to be reworked. And the producers aren't too thrilled about it. After that, um, you ask if one of the people is going to be beating you for the title, if one partner is going to be beating the other for the title, what happens to your titles then? And they said, oh, well, y'all just be carrying the belts. We don't have a few for you specifically, but we're going to use the both of you to push our current women's champions. So Bianca and Naomi, Sasha and Ronda. So y'all be the tag champs, but y'all really be just used to get over the main women's champions. And neither you are going to get solo solo titles, neither you're going to get tag team storylines. So you ask for another meeting. They said, this meeting, you get called spoiled. The producers are walking away screaming. And they tell you that you got to fix your attitudes. So y'all have a meeting amongst yourselves and decide to stand up for yourselves again. You go to another boss and make it clear you have concerns and why you're in the match and nobody else is in the match but y'all. Why do y'all have to be the ones to help get over the other champions? And they Mm -hmm. tell you, you got to fix your attitudes again. So after one last meeting, y'all make the decision to go in chop the titles and say, we're not doing it. Mm -hmm. So that's the way it broke down. Like, Hey, you come into work. We ain't had nothing for you for a month and a half. Y'all in the main event. And we're going to use y'all to put over the other women's champions. And one of y'all is going to beat each other. Yeah. And you're like, well, what does that do for us? Mm -hmm. Nothing. Fix your attitude. Yeah. That that's why I said it on first glance. I was like, that's kind of unprofessional. But then when you, when you start to get more information and the greater scope of things, 
I understand completely why they walked out. Right? It's like, if this is the story, yeah. if they weren't just like, if they didn't just feel they were disrespected one day, mm-hmm. like I can see if uh, maybe they hold it, like they hold it five, six weeks, then they get told they're going to put in this and be like, oh, you're not respecting us as champs. We out. Yeah, I mean. Without talking, that's one thing. But if you went there and was like, hey, we. We can try to work through this. Yeah, how, how this is going to work for us. Yeah, because it doesn't make sense. It's and then, logically it doesn't make sense. Right. So you try to get to the bottom of things and they don't they they pretend to give you answers and then you see that it's they it's still pretty much the same thing. So you go back again and now you're like, oh y'all got attitude problems. Everybody thinks y'all got attitude problems. I'll show you what just trying to make attitude like, problem looks like. Boom. <laughs> like, yeah, if y'all wanted me to get angry, I'm just trying to get answers. Yeah, like we're we're trying to figure this out how and how it can benefit everyone, how right. it can benefit us, how it can benefit you guys. Right. Because having right. you're you're basically asking Sasha and Naomi to do what the people that they just feuded with should have did. They're they, y'all pretty much telling them to do the riot squad routine. Basically, you're you're giving them an impossible task. Sasha's we're, already yeah. done this once with Bianca and it worked, but this this, she's not going to be able to duplicate what worked the first time because you that moment you can't recreate. Right. That's one of those get over moments. It's going to be damn near impossible to recreate mm. given the magnitude of everything. And like I so, see how you think it could work out for them because they still get to be in the women's main event matches. But it doesn't. But in the end, what does that do for the tag titles? Yes, yeah, sometimes being put in the main event's not always a good thing. Like, if I'm told at the top of the year, you going to get a main event WrestleMania match, and I don't get it, and y'all get rode out of everything and into a tag team match situation, and we get the tag titles, it's like, all right, well, everywhere that I've been champion, my job was to put this division on the map. Mm-hmm. So what are we doing to put this division on the map? Uh, nothing. Y'all just gonna jive to the other champs we got. I'm no, a little upset. Yeah, I I, I understand. I understand completely why they left. Truthfully, I I, I might have did the same thing. And this isn't the first time that somebody's walked out because because of a creative difference. Like Punk did it twice. Tony Storm, for God's sakes, you had her in a segment about her storyline was pie, literally, which was originally gonna be about taking her top off. <laughs> that, I, that I like what's yeah. what is the point like i understand why people are starting to you know be like this ain't it this ain't working there's I'm been out. so many interviews with renee and with jericho and with chris van Vliet about um the way things were changing how rapidly and the ridiculous requirements that started to happen mm-hmm. it's almost hard to root for wwe sometimes but like I heard what happened to our guy, Tito Sabatelli. Mm-hmm. And apparently, oh, yeah. they just never gave him a shot. Like, Vince saw his age and never gave him a second glance and immediately ruined his push, even though everyone was saying, this is the guy. That's yeah, why Tito, Tito Sabatelli ended up leaving. Yeah, Tito Sabatelli wasn't terrible. Um, I heard things about Athena, all this different type of stuff. So, with, with this tag... Another, another one, Athena, yeah. With this tag team champion situation, hers is hers is bad too. You gotta listen to hers. Hers is on Chris Van Vliet, and they were just doing some ridiculous stuff over there. 
during those last months of changes. Um, but matter of tag fact, team, yeah, go ahead. I was going to say, because you just mentioned Tino Sabatelli and his age and whatnot, right? And they, and they didn't give him a look? They didn't give him a look. They promised him he would have a run and they wanted to make it perfect because they thought when Vince sees you, he's going to be, he's going to grab you immediately. You're going to be everything he wants. And they scouted so, him. They scouted him. They made his talking better. They got his in ring better. And they kept telling him after he like had a ton of injuries. Listen, when you're the one, you got everything, you're the total package. You're my guy. When Vince sees you, he's going to go crazy. And Vince looked at the sheep, saw his age, saw that he hadn't done anything yet, and was like, get him out of here. Never even, never even saw his action, never saw his work, saw his age, and was like, get him out of here. I don't want him. Even but though you, they kept saying he was the perfect guy for Vince. But you can bring in Damian Priest, who's a year older. But you can bring in Mad Cat Moss instead. We didn't even like Mad Cat Moss. I mean, that's not a knock to Damian Priest, but uh, Damian no, Priest not at all. Not is at a all. year older Damian than Priest Tino Sabatelli. Damian Priest is also older, too, though. Yeah, he's a year older than Tino Sabatelli. It, it, doesn't, it doesn't make sense to me. It's crazy. I, I, it's crazy. Um, I'm on the I'm on the bandwagon. I'm so I support the walkout. I don't blame them. I I might have did the same thing because at the end of the day, they're both better off. Yeah, I mean it it could it could work out. Naomi can go to any this. promotion. No, Naomi can go to any promotion. Be a top dog in any promotion. You could put her in AEW. Feud with Cardgill. Feud with Britt Baker. Feud with um, if you if you throw Conti back in the ring. Feud with Conti. Mm. Nyla Rose. All that good stuff. You go, go to, to, you go to she go to impact and kill. Mm-hmm. You go to impact, you can kill it in impact. Um, I'm trying to think. She she can even go to MLW. Yeah, MLW is another one. You can go to MLW, do your thing with Ty Valkyrie and whatnot. ROH. ROH. Sasha. Sasha don't even need to wrestle no more. I mean, she, she don't. Can. She really don't. She Great. can, but she doesn't need to. She's a we five-time like, women's champion. We would like it, but you know, hey, yeah, we we wouldn't be upset. Yeah, at the end of the day, if you just work with Disney. Yeah, you're a five-time women's champion that works with Disney, whose uncle is Snoop Dogg and cousins of Ray J and Brandy. Like you're a celebrity, like you're already above whatever this is. Like you know what I mean? Yeah, I would say WWE needs them more than they need WWE. And I feel like that's the point they're trying to make. Seems to get overlooked a lot of the time. Mm -hmm. Like you need these people to be treating them the way that you're treating them. Like. Mm -hmm. That's a that's a legitimate gripe. Sasha's debatably a women's hall of famer. No, it's not even debatably. She is. It's, yeah, it's not even really debatable. Naomi's probably a debatable no, one. And even Naomi's then, Naomi probably, might. And she's a two time women's champion. Yeah, even then, she's not even too debatable because she. I, I, I'd put her in the hall of fame for sure. So at the I end of the she, day, like you're you're dealing with two people who are so high on the totem pole for you to be reverting to jobbers like this isn't like the you're trying to do what you did to the riot squad but this isn't that same situation this Mm -hmm. isn't just three people that you haven't put titles on these are solidified stars in your division that you're using to just job out because you have nothing because you don't have anything you don't have a women's division you don't have people that work against your current champions because you haven't made stars so now you're now you're now you're rewriting storylines of people who we're going to be part of your division to mm-hmm. make champions in a division that has no one in it. And you have so few stars 
you can't pull from anybody to give anybody. So you're just feeding champions to champions. Yeah. Like this is just a vicious cycle that's going to keep causing people to leave. Like, you know what I mean? It, it doesn't work out for anybody because you're letting people go. They already don't know how long they have here. And mm-hmm. the stars that you do have, because you're not creating anymore, you're just kind of feeding to each other. Yeah. So where where are you where do you keep getting this blood from? You know what I mean? You keep calling up people and destroying them before they get a shot. You got male male model managers running around that are world championship material. Like I you just you're just not doing anything booking wise to to do any longevity here. Yeah. So it just it it makes perfect sense for them to be like this this doesn't do anything for us. If you're just feeding us to them, that does nothing for them. We don't have a division. So now you got four ladies who are all out of a storyline because you don't have any stars to develop because you keep treating everybody like crap. Like at what point does it get to where we start to figure out what we're doing wrong here. I I have no clue. I, I think this all started. I'm not even going to say the dude's name when a certain somebody came in and became the COO. When a certain guy came in and became an executive, the wrong con. Um, I think that's when all this started. That, that, that's when everything started going downhill for me. Yeah. I mean, things were already rocky, but they were, they had some legs to stand on. Yeah. And now but, it's like they're they're cutting their legs out from under them. Yeah. I, I, now I start to understand why talent actually want to leave. Mm. You can see why people are just asking for the releases now. Yeah, you can you can you can see the writing on the wall. Mm. So I just I just wonder where this is gonna go long term, um, kind of for everything. Because if you keep like what do they do? Uh, a, a year from now, like who are NXT stars? You got Solar Sokoa. You got Braun Breaker. Mm-hmm. Um, they're putting a lot of stock into Legado de Fantasma. Cora Jade's getting a decent, decent amount of a uh, Cora TV Jade. Time. Now, if you call, let's say. Because there, there's a rumor that they're doing 90 day cuts. Like every 90 days, they reevaluate yeah, and they I, let I go of the dead weight. So let's say those people make it out the machine. I see one person that can't fail. Who's Maybe that? two. Because I don't think you can mess up Braun Breaker. And I don't think you can mess up Solo Sokoa. Because it writes itself. Solar Sokoa can't lose. No, you definitely can't. His story He's... is so easy to write. Mm-hmm. You literally just have to plug him into the mid-card of the bloodline. That's it. Yep. That's it. Braun Breaker. Braun Breaker's got a lot of promise. He does. And if that's Vince's guy, I don't see how he can lose because I love Braun Breaker. Yeah, so do I. Braun's great, but it's... You can mess you can mess Braun up. Solo Sokoa, you really can't mess up. He's literally 
you literally have a perfect place. His, he, he writes his own story. Like, you don't even For him. Yeah. A blind person could write the storyline. Yes. You just got to hear him talk. Yeah. Say one word. Boom, oh, you're related to them. Okay, you go over there. So out of those other people, like Carmelo Hayes, what happens when Carmelo Hayes gets called up? Because if it can happen to LA Knight, it can happen to anybody. Mm-hmm. So what happens when you don't have anybody and you got to bring back Oscar to fight Becky Lynch because you don't have anybody? For the for the umpteenth time. For the umpteenth time. What happens when you don't have anybody new for Ronda? So you had to go back and get Sasha. Mm-hmm. But you already told Sasha she'd have somebody, but you don't have anybody. Exactly. What happens when you don't have a Naomi to feed Bianca Belair because she's the only star you've made in the last five years that wasn't even really you? Yeah. Because you didn't make anybody else when you had the opportunity to. And now the people that all had this potential are essentially finding their ground or teaming with Edge or falling in and out of tag teams for six months to a year. Or gone by the wayside. Or gone by the wayside. Like if we're in the business of creating stars, we have to start creating some stars. Yeah, we, like, yeah, they they got to get their shit together in the in the worst possible way. They have to get their shit together. All right, so let's let's leave it on this, and then we'll get to shout outs. Do you think they're going to come back? Um, or do you think they're just going to keep them suspended until they're released? I think they're I think they're going to keep them suspended until they're released. Uh, I I more likely see Naomi coming back than I do Sasha. Yeah, I I could definitely. Definitely, I would say I'd give it a couple months before anything happens. Like maybe, I don't know. Let's go, let's go SummerSlam. I'll say SummerSlam, and then you might see Naomi come back. But I, Sasha's definitely one I don't see coming back. So maybe Naomi, but definitely not Sasha. Yeah, I feel like um, because it's Naomi's first time, she's going to be fine. Um, But as far as Sasha, I think because it's happened so many times, she's just going to end up going somewhere else. Yeah. Because at this point, I think that's really what this was about. I think they suspended them indefinitely because it happened so many times with Sasha. They gave her the Sean treatment. Yeah. I think that's what it is because it's not. It definitely isn't the first time somebody's just decided this isn't it. Yeah, I, I think that's what it is. This is the Sean treatment. You're basically paying them to stay home so you don't got to see them go to the to the number one rival. So it's just one of those situations. Yeah. Um, but with that said, I, I think we got to everything, um, and it was a long pod because we had a lot to talk about. Yeah, man. When you're off two weeks, man, you got to come back swinging. Um, but I think we're set for shout outs. I think we talked about everything we could talk about. Do you have anything else? Um, nope. That was everything I had on my agenda. Good, sir.
All right. Well, guys, stay tuned this week for um, the vlog. We're going to try and get it out this week for Kings of Coliseum. Um, and Duke, you just put up something um, as well, too, this week or last week. Uh, yes. We dro I dropped a new video on the YouTube channel. Um, I created a wrestling faction because I was challenged to create a wrestling faction out of Funkos. So that video is up on the channel. If you guys would be ever so kind, mm. go check that out. Go show us some love. Hit that like button. Hit the subscribe bell. All that good stuff. Um, yeah, so that that's basically what I had out there. All right, and I think we're ready for shout-outs. Um, I'll start off. Sounds good. Because uh, I got a few in mind that I definitely want to get off. Um, I want to shout-out Doghouse Gaming. Um, we're recording this on a Sunday, so it's the day's already passed, but I want to shout out Doghouse Gaming. They just had Sergeant Slaughter there, um, live and in color that I wasn't able to make it to that I'm very sad about. But I am consistently a doghouse gaming. It just so happens the one time they have a wrestler there. I'm uh preoccupied already. But mm -hmm. I want to shout out Doghouse Gaming for all your retro gaming needs. Um, and apparently soon to be all your wrestling needs. Um, I want to shout them out. Anything from the the NES, Super Nintendo, all the way to the PlayStation 4, Xbox One. Um, I want to shout them out. I want to shout out Wrestler of the Pod, Alex Kane. Mm-hmm. Uh, just for, for catching up and, you know, uh, holding, letting me hold the... the the uh, prestigious open weight title and uh, for being on the pod and remembering us and wanting to be back on. I want to shout out to the high pod, the high wrestling podcast on Twitter, follow them. If you can, they are always tweeting. Um, and my last shout out, I want to give to, um, what, what, what do we have a, do I have it now? Okay. Um, to my mother-in-law, mm -hmm. yeah. uh, shout her out because she has just published, she's just gotten her first book published, um, called, it's a children's book called the adventures of Abba and Coco. Uh. Um, what's the publishing? Dorrance publishing. Uh, under Dorrance publishing. Um, I want to shout her out. It's a, it's a great book. The illustrations are amazing. Um, they it's taken from um, real life people, a real life dog uh, that we love. That is our that is our house dog. That is uh, really amazing. Um, so shout out to her for getting her first book published. Yes, we definitely got to have like some sort of clapping sound effect uh, to start putting in here. But very proud of her. That's awesome. Um, and I think that does it for my four. Um, so I'm going to get into my shout outs this week. Uh, first things first, I'm going to shout out uh, Acme Superstore because you shout out Doghouse Gaming. I got to shout out Acme Superstore. They always have a ton of wrestling memorabilia and other stuff too for whatever it is that you collect. Um Shout out D to Toy Hunter and Fetch Frequency. Them guys are always bomb. We're going to wind up having them on the show again sometime in the near future. Absolutely. Uh, ch check them out on social media, on Instagram and YouTube if you haven't already. 
uh, Arcade Pop, another good friend of the show. Always, always so kind and awesome. Love him. We're going to wind up having him sooner or later as well. Uh, and then I'm going to shout out the All About Wrestling podcast, Bobby Rassels. He's doing some dope stuff as well. You can actually go to his website and book indie talent for whatever it is you want to do, whether it's, you know, a show or even podcast appearances, video appearances, stuff like that. Mm. You can go check them out over there. Um, and then is there anyone else? Oh, yeah. And our Twitch buddy, official DJ Blade. You can check him out every Tuesday and Thursday, 7.30 p.m. Eastern. Um, yeah, and that those are all my shout outs for this week. All right, man. That has been the week. That has been the rundown. It's been um it's been a long time. We missed you guys. It's been a long time. We shouldn't have <laughs> left you without a dope beat to step to. You had to know I was gonna sing somewhere. Yeah, I'm just mad I immediately thought of it too. <laughs> exactly. See, we on the same wavelength with that. Um, but guys, yeah, that's everything we got for this week, man. As always, you know, you can check us out. Spotify, Apple Music, YouTube, uh, dangerousjobberswebsite.com, all that good stuff. Make sure you subscribe, hit the bells, stay up to date on everything that we do. You got a video to look forward to sometime this week from Stevie Jobber. Um, yeah, and that's pretty much it, guys. Thank you for tuning in. Make sure you stay up. Make sure you stay blessed. And as always, stay dangerous. Five, the Saskatchewan.